Thanks to Cynthia Swan for Esoterica, listening to the guidance. Entering the mighty empire of Dana-Farber Cancer Center in Boston, I walked in hoping that I would miraculously hear the head and neck oncologist say, it's all a mistake, you don't have cancer. But instead, without requiring any further testing, he said, it's stage one papillary thyroid cancer and you'll need to have your thyroid removed. I mentioned to him that I had read several articles and some studies linking cancer to amalgam dental fillings, including the mercury and other toxic substances within them. Dr. Norris kindly replied, Correlation doesn't mean causation, Cindy. I mentioned that as I knew I had something going on in my mouth, I intended to have that treated first. He replied, Go ahead then, get your tooth fixed, but don't wait too long. I appreciated Dr. Norris, his expertise, and his kind manner, but I certainly didn't feel upbeat after speaking with him. I also couldn't help thinking about the disparity between conventional allopathic medicine and integrative medicine. Dana-Farber is a state-of-the-art allopathic empire only four hours away. It's large, impressive, pristine, and daunting, all at the same time. The small hospital I go to in Maine, like Dana-Farber, is filled with competent, talented, and kind people. But in my mind and heart, I always feel something is missing in traditional allopathic hospital settings. I can't help but feel in those places one is one's disease. Certainly that isn't always the case, but I think it is more often than not. The focus on the physical, although the attitudes of the focus is on the physical, although the attitudes of most providers may be caring and compassionate, doesn't address the mind, the feelings, and the soul of the patient. Illness is never just about the physical body. It encompasses the whole person, mind and spirit. I feel that integrative medicine ushers in essential elements missing from an allopathic environment. It is the patient who loses because these two factions won't unite hand in hand under one roof. I am an integrative person. Although I worked in the allopathic world for 17 years in a variety of roles, including a physical therapy aide, an athletic trainer, a fitness coordinator, and a director of community health and education. I am non-traditional in my thinking, and I do not feel it is unreasonable to want hospital facilities to encompass a broad spectrum of offerings, including the integrative ones, which are out of the box. Options are always good in my mind. Currently, my mind has been spinning out of control with fearful and angry thoughts. I know that this thinking hinders my progress and makes me spiral deeper into the world of fear. The best thing I got years back from studying on my own The Course in Miracles is that fear and love cannot abide in the same place. I need to stop worrying about how others perceive me and the paths I am wanting to take. I got to get over my self-limiting fears and beliefs. Fear is good when one has to run from a predator, but not when one needs to reduce stress to achieve equilibrium. Illness thrives on stress, and the bad habits stress supports, which include lack of sleep, bad eating habits, and too much mind candy, which wreaks havoc on the psyche. All these thoughts and more were racing through my head as Brian and I walked silently around Boston, heading to the North End 
one of my favorite places in the city. As we got to the north end across the street was a Catholic church, St. Leonard's. Leonard happens to be my dad's name, and he too is currently dealing with health challenges. I got the nudge to go inside and light a candle, and so I did. I lit a candle for my dad, my family, my friends, and all those suffering in this world. And that I lit a candle for me, just for me. Funny, I thought, in all my life, I don't remember ever having lit a candle in a church just for me. But here I was before the statue of Mary, the Blessed Mother, lighting a candle. I asked her to help me, to give me guidance. I felt I needed to feel her nurturing, the nurturing of the mother. As I knelt silently and receptively in front of this iconic and beautiful statue of Mary, I realized that although I didn't know how this would all end, I was going to be okay. My job is to listen to the guidance. I will have choices, and I am not alone. As I stood up, it was apparent what I needed to do next. Notice the signs I was thinking. Well, I got one. The doctor told me, go ahead, get my tooth fixed. Well, that was my desire all along. My next step was clear. A trip to the biomolecular dentist in Maine. Thanks for listening. This is Cynthia Swan for Esoterica.